0: You are tampering with forces you can't understand. We have major corporations sponsoring this event. You are tuned in to the Fantasy Wire HQ Quick Cast. Today's show is brought to you by Full-Time Fantasy, home of the Fantasy Football World Championships. We're also a proud member of the Full-Time Fantasy Network. Check them out online at fulltimefantasy.com. All right, Welcome to the show today. We've got a good one. I'm Frank B. in the Fantasy Wire HQ studios. Thanks for joining me today. You can find me on Twitter at HQ. Bookmark the website FantasyWireHQ.com. Lots of updates for the kickoff season here. So if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, that would be awesome. If you want to drop a review in there, that would be cool too. QuickCast is the best 30 minutes or less podcast out there. It's no prep, no edit, I just throw it out there, hanging out, talking football, take it for what it is. So welcome to week one. It's finally here. Today is Thursday. I'm recording this prior to the Thursday night kickoff. So we're gonna move through this week's game skid and profile some of the fantasy players in each matchup. We all know our starts and sits, our RB1s and QB1s and twos, you know, but I like to talk about and focus on some of the players maybe we're having a tough time deciding on or maybe some stats are perking my interest this week, whatever it is, those are the players we're going to hit in this podcast. And if you've got specific lineup questions, be sure to post them on Twitter and I will answer them to the best of my ability. So Mr. Brent, let's lead off week one here. You are looking live. Houston KC Thursday night, baby. So the stat I love of this game Chiefs gave up the second fewest fantasy points per game to opposing receivers in 19 at 16.4 fantasy points. So that's something to keep in mind regarding Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Texans receivers. Who's it going to be without DeAndre Hopkins? I do like Will Fuller. I think you start him no matter what. He's healthy, boomer bust. He could go off. He's a guy I want to throw in there. But David Johnson is a guy a lot of people are talking about. He's the new lead back. The Chiefs struggled with versatile backs last year. Could be a dump-off king until Deshaun Watson develops a chemistry with his new go-to guy without D-Hop. I'm thinking 10 to 12 fantasy points for DJ there. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he averaged 310 passing yards, two touchdown passes, 36 rush yards, one score per outing in three career games against the Chiefs. So he does well. We know what happened last season, but... This could be a game where Watson and his team are likely chasing points, maybe, you know, to squeak out a win, hold them off, to catch up, whatever the case. So I think Deshaun Watson is a strong play at quarterback. I've, I've seen some people saying, no, the Chiefs, defense, Super Bowl champs, and all the bias. But, and then uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, everybody's, you know, that's the darling of the Twitterverse. Is he splitting carries with Darrell Williams? I don't know. Is he going to be the lead dog alone? Maybe. We'll have to see, but I'm guessing 10 to 12 fantasy points there. Let's jump into the next game here. Cleveland and Baltimore. Kevin Stefanski, former Vikings coordinator. He was averaging 29.75 rush attempts per game last season. So if he's bringing that plan to Cleveland, it's Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Maybe they're both 1,000-yard rushers this year. We'll see. The Ravens, though, it's a tough Week 1 matchup for the Browns. Austin Hooper is a tight end a lot of guys aren't too sure on. They brought him in from Atlanta. I don't think he's going to do what he did in Atlanta in Cleveland, but the Ravens give up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing tight ends over the last, is over the last five weeks, the last season, take it for what it's worth. Um, Odell Beckham's another guy. Is he a one? Is he a two? Do I play him this week? The Ravens allowed the sixth Fewest fantasy points to opposing wide receivers over the final five the last season. On top of that, to me, you look at Beckham. I think he was inconsistent. The Ra- against the Ravens, he had six receptions, sixty-six yards, and a touchdown in two matchups last season. So I, eh, I am gonna play him if I if I if I got him. Flex play if I have better receivers, and then Mark Ingram's the guy everybody keeps talking about today with the announcement that uh, Harbs was gonna have a quad running back committee. Oh, boy. Quad, four back. Do we need four back, a four back rotation? Really? Ooh, here we go. Ingram is your lead dog. He's still your guy. <laughs> 10 to 12 fantasy points. Lock him in for Cleveland. Hollywood, is he going to blow up again week one? Is he going to have a nice big outing as he did in Miami last season? Could be. 12 to 15 fantasy points would be my guess. Moving to the north. <laughs> Packers, Vikings, A-Rod, right? Aaron Rodgers, he's not good anymore. I'm not going to be suckered in one way or the other, but the Vikings just lost to Neil Hunter, injured reserve. They've got Yannick Ngakwe there. Linval Joseph and Everson Griffin are gone. The corners are pretty bad. I think among they only have a few starts. They lost a lot of depth on defense at the DB position. I think it could be an air it out game for Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. I do like Alan Lazard. So everybody's looking, Al oh, Lazard, is he going to be the two? To me, he's the clear cut number two in Green Bay. I don't expect the the Packers to run as often as they like against the Vikings. I know they're, with the losses on the defensive line and whatnot, but I still like Aaron Rodgers to air it out. I think Alan Lazard takes big advantage of the The DB's there. I think he's a flex play. Could be a number three receiver in a pinch. We'll see. Obviously, Adam Thielen is your most trusted guy for the Vikings. 10 to 15 fantasy points. Justin Jefferson, rookie. Is this guy playing inside? Is he playing outside? I'm going to say 7 to 10 fantasy points. It's touchdown dependent. We'll see how he develops throughout the season as a rookie. Let's check it down south. You are looking live. The Seahawks and the Falcons. I love this stat. Calvin Ridley averaged 15.6 PPR points per game in six games without Mohamed Sanu last season. So, how's he looking this season? I love him. I love him this week. Start him, play him. Hayden Hurst, though. Let's talk about Hayden Hurst. Dirk Ketter's offense. He's dedicated 120 targets minimum to tight ends the past three seasons. That's a fact. That's a big reason why Hurst is a breakout, in my opinion, and he's one of my guys for the season. I'm going 11 to 16 fantasy points, touchdown. I think he's going to be involved heavily early. It's going to be known. So I like Hurst this week. Maybe it's a shootout game. This could be a shootout game. Seahawks gave up the second most fantasy points to tight ends in 2019 as well. So keep that in mind. Todd Gurley, is he fresh? He is for now. Lock him in there. 11 to 13 fantasy points. Matt Ryan. I almost forgot that Matt Ryan did not play that um, home clash with the Seahawks last season where they gave up 460 and one passing line to Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. <laughs> I think Seattle secondary looks better on paper with Jamal Adams getting in there, but it's, I mean, this could be a shootout as well. I like Matt Ryan this week, so I'm going to lock him in there. We can jump over to a little AFC East action. The Bills and the Jets. Jamison Crowder saw more than 25% of targets from Sam Darnold this past year, including 27 in two games against the Bills. I, I like Crowder. Lock him in there. He's a PPR machine. And then Josh Allen. I thought last season against the Jets in week one, he's pretty sloppy, right? got his numbers the Jets defense to me is worse than last year I like the addition of Stefan Diggs I think uh Josh Allen can take it to the next level he's got to get accuracy improvements you know get stay in the pocket make the passes we'll see we've talked about that all offseason but the Jets secondary they stink so I think Diggs burns up John Brown I think he's got a good shot of getting some volume and big plays but he's always touchdown dependent 8 to 12 fantasy points maybe uh Lev Bell and Frank Gore together What is Adam Gase doing with those guys? Come on. Jeez. 10 to 12 fantasy points would be my guess. Let's shoot out East here. The Raiders, the greatness of the Raiders and the Panthers. So the Raiders give Derek Carr new wideouts, right? Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards is on the scene now. Schedule makers give him Carolina in week one. If this guy cannot get it done, I'm never going to trust him. He's got to get it done. He's always been, he was solid one third down last season. I do like him in you know, third down. He is good. But man, this game to me has got some serious shootout potential as well. I think Carr is going to have some fun with his new guys. Teddy Bridgewater on the other side, He filled in pretty nice for Drew Brees last season. Four-in-a-row wins, I believe, right? Yeah, New Orleans. I think it's going to be a check-down-heavy game, or it's going to be air it out against the worst-ranked Raiders D, right? So 18 to 25 points. I think Bridgewater's the sneaky start. Henry Ruggs, the rookie, he's a big play guy. Hunter Renfro... He's a PPR chain mover, eight to twelve fantasy points there. Darren Waller, he is not going to fall off just because Jason Witten is there. I'm going to give him twelve to sixteen fantasy points. Maybe he's still Derek Carr's most trusted target. I could definitely see that. Why not? Right? He's a big guy. He's a mismatch, six seven or something, six six. He's a monster in the red zone. So maybe his volume goes down as far as moving the chains, but I love his opportunity in the red zone. Jump balls, schemed up stuff within the twenty. I'll definitely take him there. You are looking live. The Titans and the Broncos word on today Von Miller ankle injury, he's out. Derrick Henry. Okay, so what's Derrick Henry going to do with the loss of right tackle Jack Conklin going over to Cleveland? Is he does he stay the same? Does he fall off? Does he get better? What what's what's going to happen without Von Miller there? Whoo, Good thing I'll I'll keep Henry in there. Melvin Gordon What's Melvin Gordon going to do in Denver now? Denver's offensive line is still below average. I'm not sold on Gordon having a huge game against the Titans defense. I'm sure he's going to get his, but that, that Titans D line is pretty solid. Cortland Sutton, we just talked about him earlier today on the uh, radio show. He is out. Shoulders, shoulder injury. Could it be surgery? Who knows? We don't know yet. He went to the locker room after he hit the ground pretty hard, so we'll see. About him moving forward Jerry Judy is this guy a movable piece in the offense I'm thinking he's touchdown dependent 10 to 12 fantasy points I like him especially without Sutton Hamler and Deshaun Hamilton as well so those are some guys to look at some, you know maybe like a flex play there Jonu Smith big tight end for the Titans is this his breakout season maybe we'll see I'm thinking nine to 12 fantasy points we'll see what uh, Tannehill does with the ball there offensively against Denver We'll jump this next game. I'm really excited for. You are looking live. At Jerry World, Dallas versus the Rams. So, Jared Goff, he may end up with some decent numbers. It, to me, it feels like you're going to get the best floor out of him this week. The Cowboys have a new look defense. Mike Nolan comes in. So, we'll see what happens there. There's going to be some bumps and hiccups. Malcolm Brown, two running backs available in 80% of leagues. Malcolm Brown, Supposed to be the week one starter with Akers, Henderson behind him. Last year, he scored five touchdowns inside the 10. That was with Todd Gurley on the roster. Maybe Brown doesn't do much in the pass game. I think he's a fine flex. We'll see what happens. Van Jefferson is a wide receiver. He beat out Josh Reynolds in camp. The coaching staff is huge on him. They love him. Think he's going to contribute right away. He did face Jalen Ramsey all camp. So to me, Van Jefferson, if you don't play him to this weekend, that's fine. But put him on your watch list. He's a guy to watch. Moving forward, Blake Jarwin, I'm guessing five targets maybe per game. I think he's got a good chance to be a top 12, 15 tight end. Maybe it just depends on the touchdowns. What is Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore going to do with the offense there? Michael Gallup, I think everybody uh, is pretty excited and high on him this season. Amari Cooper is going to draw the coverage from Ramsey, so that should open up stuff for Gallup. C.D. Lamb, I'm thinking he's going to be your punt returner. It looks that way. On Twitter and all the training camp reports, but out of the slot, I love him there. He maybe grabs a touchdown Sunday, eight to twelve fantasy points. We'll see. And then, like the running backs we just discussed, Cam Akers is this a showcase game for him, or is this a you know a committee rotation? We'll find out. Steelers, Giants, Roethlisberger's back. He threw more than forty passes per game in eighteen. I want to see just how pass-heavy the Steelers going to be, team is going to be in 2020. So I think he airs it out week one. I think he goes off. I'm not scared of the splits. I, I don't like the splits. I'm not scared of them, but I don't have them in any leagues. I, he's just a player I typically stay away from anyway. Eric Ebron, I'm always hearing Eric Ebron hype, and whether it's hype or slander, right? So they've been talking up his role in Pittsburgh, and kind of like Jack Doyle, he's got... He's going to face a very bad defense. Maybe there's too many mouths to feed with Deontay Johnson, Washington, Juju, Connor. If the pass volume goes down, but his touchdown odds go up, I think he's worth a risk in week one. We'll see. James Connor designated with Belcal status per coach, Tomlin, 12 to 15 fantasy points. Golden Tate, he was banged up. I've seen him trending in some areas. I'm not sure. I don't like any of the Giants. Maybe Darius Slayton, of course Barkley. That's a no-brainer, but that's a bad matchup. Daniel Jones, I'm not touching him in any kind of fantasy lineups. We'll go to a big DFS game I'm liking this week here. Let's check this out. Philly and the Washington football team. Deshaun Jackson, week one, baby. Last season, week one, nine targets, eight receptions, 154 yards, two touchdowns. 2018. Five targets, five receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns. 2016, 10 targets, six receptions, 102, no touchdowns. But lock up Deshaun Jackson for that DFS play. He's got to be your guy. I love him. On the Washington side, Terry McLaurin, right? He's going to go up against the Eagles in week one. They gave up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing receivers over the final five weeks last season. He also went bonkers against that Eagles team last season. He put up five for 125 in a touchdown, and then again five and 130 in a touchdown last season. So, good God, you gotta start him, Boston Scott. Miles Sanders banged up. I don't know if it's hamstring. We heard lower body lower body injury a couple weeks ago. Either way, I think he's banged up. I don't think Boston Scott's a guy you plug in at like your RB one or two, but maybe put him in a you know. Flex spot if you're in a deep league or what have you, but with Sanders banged up, I think Boston Scott could get pretty busy in that second half. They want to keep Sanders fresh, keep him uninjured, keep him healthy, so I think you could see a heavy rotation of Scott in there. Outside of Terry McLaurin on the Washington side, though, that target share is completely up in the air. Sims and Antonio Gibson kind of seem like the best bets to be the next men up, maybe that will pick up targets. We'll see. I think Sims. He should pick up from the end of last season when he averaged nearly 10 targets a game over the last three. So he could come out of nowhere. He's a guy that's on my watch list. Antonio Gibson with AP out of town. Gibson should see some pretty early down work. He's going to be mixed in with J.D. McKissick, but that's another offense. We just don't know. Maybe Gibson breaks loose and takes it. I think he's a flex play this week. I want to see what he does. The Eagles defense is pretty susceptible to pass-catching backs, so I do like Gibson. This week, I just like him more in a flex spot. Let's check out another game, a good one. Chargers-Bengals, I'm pretty interested in this game. Austin Eckler, 20 touches per game in four games without Melvin Gordon last season. If he's anywhere close to that this season, top five back, lock it in, right? So, you got the Austin Eckler showcase, 14 to 17 fantasy points, maybe gracious yeah maybe i don't know aj green i want to see him look healthy and play well in a tough matchup it's a tough matchup chargers dbs are no joke if he's anywhere close to his pre-19 form he's going to be your starter every week but everybody is scared to death of green so take your chances it's a roll of the dice i think tyler boyd gets more of that volume and target for sunday He's going to work underneath coverage 13 to 16 fantasy points. He's been a, he was a monster last season. There's no reason he can't do it again. Tyrod Taylor. Yes. He, the Bengals allowed the most rushing yards to quarterbacks last season, and they weren't even good at stopping the pass. So Tyrod Taylor is a sneaky, sneaky quarterback play. If you are in a super flex league, lock him in at your two. I think he could have a good game for week one. Definitely. Keenan Allen, he's still a top wide receiver. He's 14 to 18 fantasy points. Joe Mixon, I think Mixon is going to have a good game. Could be Joe Burrow's safety valve, 12 to 15 fantasy points. He's going to catch passes out of the backfield. He's going to, you know, that's going to be the guy on third down. So I'm locking in Mixon as well this week. The Bears and the Lions. First thing you think of, right? Oh, Lions will kill him. Bears suck. Trubisky, three touchdowns in three prior games against Detroit. He's thrown three. David Montgomery is playing. Tariq Cohen, I believe, also he's going to be a bargain at uh, running back. If you're looking around like that, Antonio Gibson, Zach Moss neighborhood, I prefer Tariq Cohen. He's got a better floor for touches in PPR leagues. He's got a great ceiling. And without David Montgomery at some point here, I think he's your guy, so I do like Cohen this week too. Um, KJ Carry on Johnson. If you know Swift's leg injury weren't enough, then they go get Adrian Peterson. I'm staying away from all the Detroit running backs, but if you're playing them, maybe it's nine to 11, 9 to twelve fantasy points. Anthony Miller, I love Miller in a flex play right here. He had success against the Lions on Thanksgiving last year. If you remember that stat line: nine catches, 140 yards. I think he's he's in line for more regular targets. It's his third year. He's gotta get consistent. I think he does deliver. Detroit overhauled its corners. Lost Darius Slay. They added Desmond Trufant. I know they picked up Jeff Okuda there. But I love Anthony Miller this week. Eleven to fifteen fantasy points here. You are looking live. The Colts and the Jags. Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers sucks. He just throws picks. He sucks. I think he's got a solid floor this week. He's got good protection. He's going to play off that run game. He can get the ball out quick. And he's got a diverse group of receivers. I like Phillip Rivers this week. I'm going to play him if it's a two-quarterback league. Gardner Minshew, I like him as well. Two-quarterback league. I understand you don't want to start him against the Colts, right? It's his first game in Jay Gruden's new offense. But still, he may, at best, he could be a borderline QB1 over the course of the season. The defense is horrible. The schedule starting in week three, he gets the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Texans, the Lions, all in a row. He could break loose there, and you figure that that, he's going to have to win games on his arm. Fournette's gone. We don't know anything about this new running back or that committee, what it's going to be under Jay Gruden. So I I do like Minshew, plus the Bud Light angle. Uh, James Robinson, your guy filling in, taking the reins in Jacksonville from Leonard Fournette. He's an undrafted rookie out of Illinois State. Um, he's, he's the guy they felt comfortable releasing Fournette. James Robinson steps in. I think he's going to be your, your week one start. Obviously he's going to split with Chris Thompson for pass. you know, Chris Thompson's your PPR back. He'll handle the passing downs, but I don't know if he's, you know, a week one starting material. I like him in a flex spot a hell of a lot better to see what he does. Jack Doyle. I've been on Doyle all off season. He is my favorite. I think he's second or third in line for targets in week one. It's a bad Jacksonville defense. Gives him a decent, decent touchdown upside type play. Solid PPR floor to me. Eight to 14 fantasy points. Oh my goodness gracious. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Let's check out the South. The Tampa Bay Gronkaneers and the Saints. Gronk, baby. All right, what's Gronk going to do? Saints were good in tight end coverage last season, but you can bet the Bucs are going to find ways to cover his ass up and keep him in check. You know Tampa Bay is going to want to let him loose. It's their new toy. Maybe this is the high-scoring game. I'm not sure. I got a feeling it might not be, but, man, I'm hoping it is. And then Rojo, here. Is it the committee or is it the lead dog? Leonard Fournette, Tampa Bay, Rojo. I mean, everybody is just, oh, God. It's a tough New Orleans front. It's they are no joke, Cam. All I'm not starting to any running backs for Tampa Bay this week. Maybe they do something, but man, if I can get away with somebody else, I'm not playing them. Scotty Miller. This is just a guy personally I want to talk about because is Scotty Miller going to be a thing? All I think about when I hear Scotty Miller is the old WWE Scotty Too hotty doing the worm across the state or the the ring. Who is this guy? What what is this? Is this somebody I used to hang out with? Is this somebody that I I have no idea. Does this he does he take Brashad Perriman's slot role? Third wide receiver, fourth wide receiver? Could he be a thing? Maybe. Scotty Miller is a guy I'm putting on the watch list. I just want to see what the hell this guy is, what he's gonna do this season. Maybe he turns into Tom Brady's little check down machine. We've got no idea. The, that should do it, I think. Is that all the games? Yeah, I'm looking at my list here. I think that's that's all the games. So thanks for jumping on. Be sure to follow at FantasyWireHQ on Twitter. Bookmark the site, FantasyWireHQ.com. The desktop version may be a little nicer than the mobile version for whatever reason. It just doesn't like to cooperate, so I had to slim it down But if you're on the phone using it, just enable the desktop. You'll get a nicer view. You can zoom in on stuff. Use everything in there. We got blogs. We got start sits, rankings each week. So check it out. And until then. Yeah, all right. This press conference is over. Go away. No, it's over, Phil. It's It's over.